0: This is Mary Dudash White, and you are listening to Not Elsewhere Classified. You are listening. You are listening.
1: You're listening to. Do not to Not Elsewhere. Not elsewhere. 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 Elsewhere Classified. Welcome to Not Elsewhere Classified, a podcast about the medical coding, health information technology, and clinical documentation improvement community. I'm your host, Brian Kui. Hello everybody, welcome to episode number 12. December is here and it's getting really cold, especially down here in South Florida. December has been a very busy month for me, so you're probably wondering why we didn't have a podcast last week. Just this month alone, I've been doing a lot of traveling, also picking up a lot of work. I do have a full-time job and other projects aside from doing this podcast and also managing the Metal Coding Geek brand. So you guys got a very special treat. I believe it was in October and November when I cranked out four episodes. So depending on time, we will revert back to the bi-weekly schedule. Now, since the podcast, I did post an a image from a member from our Medical Coding Geeks group on Facebook regarding job postings or anything regarding somebody trying to recruit you into a job. If you want the full post, you can go to the Medical Coding Geeks Facebook group and I also posted it on LinkedIn. So check me out on Brian Cui, last name CUI on LinkedIn. My main advice is for you to do your due diligence in the company and in the person who is recruiting you. So today on the podcast, we have Mary Dudash White. She is part of hypnots.com, a platform that provides free practice quizzes and also free CEU offerings. In our conversation, we talk about Mary's extensive education background and her love and gratification of teaching. We get into a discussion of how health information management rose up from the basement, and I go off on a wild tangent on how nuns used to be uh, leaders in the american health information management association mary shares her best advice for those considering getting a master's degree and she also talks about her thoughts and observations of the future of the health information management profession mary talks about how she came up with the idea of hit we talk about her thought process on how she created the platform how she develops those practice quizzes and exams, and and also why she's offering it all for free. Yes, for free. So without further ado, here's my interview with Mary Dudash White. Enjoy. to not elsewhere classified. Uh, I have here Mary Dudash White. Say hello to everybody, Mary.
0: Hello, everyone. All
1: right. Well, again, it's very good to have you, Mary. Uh, let's talk about how we connected. So, you know, one thing I could say is that, you know, we're doing we do a lot of marketing on Facebook groups. And um, I know I have a couple of them. And I've seen you post a couple posts in regards to hit knots and right. um, I think at one point you came out to me you approached me and said, hey uh, Brian can I uh, use you to take a look at some of the CDI questions kind of like a reviewer yes. of the questions and I was more than glad to to help out I think at the time I just obtained my CDIP credential, so all of that information was fresh. (laughs) So you got me pretty good. So you did a job. Yeah, I I was very happy uh, about that. And then uh, you actually placed me on the website as one of your uh, question reviewers. I was very, that was one of a very good accomplishment. So I do thank you for for your consideration on that regard. So we do have. So for those that who don't know Mary, Mary is a very uh, she, she In terms of her marketing, you probably know her by HitNots, H-I-T-N-O-T-S dot com. And yes. uh, I approached her. I said, hey, uh, you're the you're the person behind the the the, the free resources that uh, everybody sprawls to every time they see it. <laughs> so you know, uh, right. the last one right. that you did, um, I think, was um, you were I think for the month of July. So I think for Mm -hmm. for the month of July, you were showing out all of the free possible CEUs, and uh, when I posted that on the Medical Coding Geek uh, Facebook page, uh, that went crazy. So
0: it did go crazy, you know. So
1: I know a lot of people on social media; they totally love free stuff, so they sprawl for (laughs) that. And I'm I'm totally amazed how you're you're able to. To offer that. So, you know, in this interview, we'll definitely touch on some of those things, why you do it, what was hit knots and all of that. But before before we do that, you know, of course, we want to know who Mary is. So uh, can you tell the audience a little bit about yourself, where you came from and how you became to be?
0: Okay. Well, um, I have a bachelor's degree from the Ohio State University in allied medicine with a concentration in health information management. And uh, about uh, six or seven years after I graduated from Ohio State, I decided to go on and get my master's degree. So I have a master's degree from Wright State University, which is in Dayton, Ohio, in education, and that I have an emphasis in curriculum and supervision. Um, I am an RHIA as well as a CCS, and uh, when I first graduated, I uh, started working in the hospital setting and I was um, in charge of HIM departments or medical records departments as they used to be called. (laughs) Uh, Then eventually, uh, probably in about 1985, I switched over to the education setting. I had always loved education and an opportunity became available at Sinclair Community College, which is located in Dayton, Ohio. And so um, I applied and was hired for that position. And I ended up working at Sinclair for 25 years and, <laughs> gradu- and uh, retired from Sinclair about uh, five years ago. So, um I taught a lot of people at Sinclair, and actually, um, I also taught online for the University of Cincinnati. They, they have a uh, four-year program, uh, or excuse me, they have a uh, bachelor's program where RHITs can progress to become RHIAs through an online process, so I taught in that program for about four or five years at the same time that I was teaching at Sinclair, so
1: um,
0: I've got a lot of experience. In you do, <laughs> sounds, sure sounds like it. <laughs> yes, I've been around for a while. <laughs> wow,
1: all right, well, so, so you, you basically went from, I'm sorry, so basically you went from uh, you know, doing HIM or medical records, right? Yes. And so yes. I don't want to date you, but that's probably when paper-based records were, were there. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh,
0: yes. Paper-based records and... Um... You know, all those filing systems, terminal digit and all that. Yes, we dealt a lot with that. So now that's all totally changed with the electronic health record. And when the electronic health record came about, then, of course, the work locations in the HIM department changed. You know, coders could be at home. And medical transcriptionists could be at home or wherever. So it's all changed quite a bit
1: now, today. I, re- I remember back, you know, I've heard stories because when I, I graduated in um, 2003, so 2000, like, be- you know, around that time in the 2000s, that was like the actual transition period from where paper yes. met electronic And when I went to school over in uh, Florida International University, um, I heard a lot of stories (laughs) like like, for example, (laughs) medical records departments were in the basement or were near the morgue, which I I think currently some can attest to that. So, uh, you know, they were in the dank and dark areas, kind of like the dungeon types. Um,
0: Yes, a lot of them were. And it It wasn't a department of high regard necessarily at, uh, you know, early on, because um, at that time, coding was not linked to reimbursement. You know, when when coding was linked to reimbursement with the DRG system, then, you know, we rose up.
1: Yeah, it was merely for statistics purposes. Exactly. And they just kept you in the dungeon. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why not? Right? Um, so after that, you you transitioned to education. Now, yeah. what was that like? So you went from actual management, then move over to education. So what, can right. you explain that type of transition?
0: Well, I loved it. And at the time, I had small children also. I have two sons, and, and they were toddlers. So um, it was appealing uh, to be in education, um, not only for my love of teaching, but also the schedule. I had a nine-month schedule uh, as opposed to a 12-month schedule, so I could be home in the summers with the kids, and my husband was a teacher. And so we got to be home in the summer together with the kids. So it worked out. I I loved that scheduling. Plus, I just, I I liked working with the students and seeing the students succeed. And I'm just a teacher at heart. I, I'm just a teacher. That's the way it is. (laughs) Always will be.
1: This podcast is brought to you by ZipRecruiter.com. In need of great talent for your business, but short on time, you don't have to get lost in a huge stack of resumes to find your perfect hire. You just need the right tools, smarter tools. With ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards with just one click. You can even get a head start on the interview process by adding screening questions to your job posts to help identify the most qualified candidates so you don't have to waste your time sorting through a stack of resumes to find the perfect fit. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by growing businesses of all sizes and industries to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. And right now, listeners of this podcast can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Medical Coding Geek. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Medical Coding Geek. One more time to try it for free, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Medical Coding Geek. Right. I think that's, you know, you you get a sense of liking it when you do it. When you have the ability to help others by showing that information that you know and decimating it in such a way that is uh, digestible uh, for your learners to understand. I think that to me, I mean, I've been doing teaching since uh, 2000, 2004. And, um, you know, it's always like gratifying when you hear people say, oh, I get it you know, right. I totally understand it now. And then I think, you know, for me, it's it's where they start applying it.
0: It was very nice to be able to go to graduation and see everyone in the class graduate and, mm. and remember how far they had come along, where mm. they were when they started, and how they had progressed. And then also to watch them once they had gotten a job and to see how they moved up in the profession it was it's very gratifying
1: so that that actually that comes to my question is you know seeing that your students are your second family right and you see them grow up you see them graduate you see them move forward were there any i mean i don't want to put any student on this on the spot uh, previous students on the spot but were there ones that actually stood out like you know when you saw them in class you see you would think okay this one's gonna make it or this one's gonna really make it really far
0: Oh, yes. We've had some major success stories and uh, people who have uh, started at the community college level mm-hmm. and went on to get a bachelor's degree and a master's degree and who are even faculty members now. Oh, wow. one, of, one of our students is a full-time faculty member at Sinclair Community College, mm-hmm. and uh, it was really something to see her go.
1: <laughs> yeah cuz cuz that kind of threw me for a loop is the the fact that you you've taught for so long and um that definitely is something of course that kind of leads into hit knots. Um let me talk about the masters, right? Okay. Like, why did you need a masters?
0: I just wanted a masters um I um I just love education. I love education and Um, I wanted a master's, and so I got it, and it was very helpful to me. Then once I transitioned over to Sinclair, I actually got my master's before I went into teaching. So um, it was very helpful then once I got into teaching. But I, I just love education, and I wanted to go forward with it. So. Yeah,
1: yeah. The reason why I ask is I'm at a point where, you know, do I need a master's? You know, mm-hmm. um, so I guess for the audience, for those that are debating, you know, mm-hmm. if they should or should not get a master's, considering that you have one already,
0: mm-hmm. you know, what
1: would you tell them? Like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you, Mary. I'm, I'm on the fence. Like, you know, right now I'm in a situation where, um. I'm actually being, you know, kinda of question or asked to if I have a master's. And then because of that question, it makes you think, right? And you're like, well right. should I should I go get it?
0: Right. Or should I not get
1: it? So yeah. you know, what do you think? What kind of advice would you give to me and also portray to the audience?
0: Yes. Well, it depends on each individual's situation, of course, but in general. I would say the more education you get, the better off you will be. The more opportunities you will get for advancement and it will just definitely be worth it in the long run, in my opinion. And today you can get, um, you know, there's so many online opportunities I mean, you can do the traditional route if you like, but if you don't, uh, you know, can't work that out with your schedule, uh, there's always online opportunities. Uh, so, I, I'm a big proponent of further education. So, I would say go for it. And the sooner you go for it, the better because the more time you have in front of you to
1: mm-hmm. use all that. Correct. Okay. So I might, I might, that might be the pushover. Okay. <laughs> you might see me getting my master's. Hope it cause, is. Because people ask me and I'm like, oh, you know, do I need mm-hmm. it? I mean, do I really need it? And I'm sure people ask the same question to themselves. Like, what does a master do for me? Or, yeah. you know, sometimes I see people who have one credential and they make it as a CEO. What's the point? You know, and mm-hmm. um, like you said, I think when you, you know, you know, I think the key is not just the the title itself, you know, getting the master's or getting the bachelor's or getting the mm-hmm. certification. Like you said, it's gaining that education. And with that education, you gain knowledge. And so it only makes you a better person. It and does. And what I think, again, is what you do with that knowledge is something that uh, is totally important for you know, being a professional, right?
0: right? And you might not need that master's degree uh, in the position you are currently in, but you never know what is going to come up in a few months or in a year. And with that, once you get started, you know, it's, you're just going to be eligible for many more opportunities.
1: Right. And, you know, I guess the idea is, you know, you learn from from people in the industry. And I think that's always what it's all about. Uh, you know, I do the same thing with this podcast. I'm learning from everybody that I talk to,
0: uh, mm-hmm. including
1: yourself. Um, so, you know, it is a great experience. If, if not for, you know, because, you know, I had one. Um, you know, I'm looking at a group where money is the factor, you know, money should not oh, be the sure. factor, you know, and, but mm-hmm. it could be the factor. Sure. It all depends what your driving motive, motivating, um, driver is, you know, what's your, mm-hmm. what's your, what motivates you? Is it money? Is it education? Is the fact that you're being mature in mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. understanding and learning? So those are the things that you would have to consider. My next question is, you know, you, you said you taught a lot of RHITs and RHIAs. Let's yes. talk about the you know what's happening now like so you know you've seen the the I guess full evolution so far in your career of the profession so what what is your take on what is, has happened before you know like we said we talked about you know the you know the medical records in the dungeon I'm sorry in the in the in the basement there you go I like in the basement <laughs> up until now so you know from your observation and I'm sure you've been watching this a lot is what what do you think about what's happening in our in the health information management uh profession today
0: well I have seen a lot of changes, you know, as you mentioned earlier, from the paper record to the electronic health record and from uh, a traditional job in a facility to all kinds of opportunities to work from home. Um, I know now AHIMA is, um, uh, going with the, uh, you know, always looking towards the future. And so now with their, what is that plan called? Uh, Brian
1: H I M imagine or Mm
0: reimagined. Yes. With H I M
1: Mm
0: reimagined, um, is looking at current and future goals. And, uh, that's an ambitious plan. It's, uh, it has to do with education and lifelong learning and becoming an art plus having a specialty so that's something that's really new it has to do also with Wait, research you said
1: you said art or you meant rhit rhit yeah
0: rhit <laughs> i said art yes, oh, the
1: ultra wow. the old, tra- <laughs> the, old oh the old name for it
0: <laughs> yeah that's the really old name. Yeah. For it. So
1: for those yeah. that don't know, that's that that's what the old credential used to be called. A-R-T. A R T. A credit so, record yeah, techn- credit records yeah. technician. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. So now
0: it's R H I T plus. Correct. Special. Yes. So there's a lot going on with A H I M A, and um, you know they're always working for the H-I-M, or H-I-T professionals. So, um, you know, they they have come along through the years when uh, the, the association used to be called the Medical American Medical Record Association. Oh, gosh. Yes, and, you know, that's changed names a few times over the years. And uh, the credentials, you know, there used to be only two credentials. Uh, way back, it was the... ART and the RRA, Registered Record Administrator. Then, then they change that to RHIT and RHIA, and now they have all these other specialty um, credentials. So, the the profession is moving forward, and thank goodness that AHIMA looks ahead to the future. By doing surveys and, you know, research and that sort of thing to keep our profession relevant, because if had they not, I think we would have been gone by now. So um, I'm I have seen a lot of changes over the years, but for the most part, they've been
1: good changes. Okay, good. All right. Um what else are gonna say? Oh, yes. One, one, one. Fun fact is, uh, when I, my first as a student back in oh gosh, two thousand one, I went, I attended the AHIMA conference, okay. in San Francisco as a student, and <laughs> it was a good experience. And so what, when when I'm walking around, you know, speaking of history, is <laughs> you know I'm looking around and I see this big. Uh, poster, And it showed all of the presidents, you know, for the AHIMA. And, oh, OK. Right. So I'm looking. I'm like, OK, normal people, regular people, regular people. Then you begin to start looking like you're you're you know, it's like going to um, what is it? You know, I, I'm, I'm I'm I go to a Catholic, you know, I'm, I'm you know, I'm Catholic. So. Uh, one thing I look at in the church is look at the popes, right? So they have, a, they have a picture of the popes, and you see all the popes through the history into the beginning. So the same thing. You see all of the different presidents, and you go through the beginning. And you, you, mm-hmm. what I notice is that as you get to the earlier stages of uh, AHIMA, uh, which wasn't called that back then, as you, as you said, Uh, I start to see nuns. (laughs) Oh,
0: uh... right. (laughs) Yes, it started, uh, uh, the association actually started, I think, back in 1928 in a hospital. And uh, I I think at that time, I think, and I wasn't around at that time, but, (laughs) (laughs) but I used to teach that at that time, it was called something like the American Association of Record librarians. Oh yes,
1: the librarians. Yes. Oh my gosh.
0: Yes, yeah. So I think there's been like about four name changes throughout the years. Thank goodness.
1: Yeah, and I'm, I was I was baffled. <laughs> I'm like, why are there nuns as presidents? Mm-hmm. You know, but not to say that. But I'm like, it was it was something that would totally caught me off guard.
0: And, right. And uh, no. you know,
1: something like you, like you said, we this is where we came from. And then this is where we're at now. So in regards to you know HIM reimagine what AHIMA is doing, uh, mm-hmm. you know we you know me and Charlita Hoffman we talked about that in the first episode, especially for the RHITS. You know for those that are the RHITS, you have to look beyond what the education requires. You know, and the, right. you know, the RHIT can encompass basic. Information it's right. good enough, but you need a little bit more, exact. Know, such as a CCS, which specializes you as a you know certified uh, coding specialist, or the what I believe is the CHDA uh, mm-hmm. certified health data um, analyst. Also, you have the I mean they they've expanded the the health technology sector a lot. Uh, I don't even know what they are. I think there's trainer, there's specialist, there's a whole bunch of those. And then right. we have um one for privacy and security so you know and exactly. i think the point is is that you know with the profession we can't just think okay i'm going to be a coder uh you know you have to look at different areas uh charlita huffman you know she she was doing you know trauma registrar you're doing education I'm doing CDI. There could be other people in compliance. There could be other people in analytics who I'm actually trying to work on. Um, There's a person that I have focused my attention on. I'm actually reaching out, hopefully, to get that person booked. So, you know, I want to make sure that we get all aspects of HIM. And so, you know, that's what it's all about with the reimagined.
0: That's right. That's right. There's a lot happening in the healthcare field, digital health, artificial intelligence, and we uh, have to be sure that we're on top of all of that.
1: So let's talk about uh, hit Nuts. Okay. Uh, how do you, is that how you say it? hit not hit hit so right. So t- tell me about hit What? How did you decide to create this? Where did it come from? Tell me a little bit more about it. The Haugen Consulting Group. The Haugen Consulting Group is your trusted partner in healthcare consulting, education, and auditing. They also believe fun is non negotiable. You a 15% discount if you use the promo code GEEK15, again that's G-E-E-K-1-5, if you go to thehaugengroupcom slash shop. Again, for your 15% discount, use our promo code G-E-E-K-1-5 at www.thehaugangroup.com slash shop. About
0: seven or eight years ago. I realized that I wanted to develop some kind of web page or some some kind of avenue where students could connect with other students throughout the United States uh, because there was really nothing like that at that time. And so I had that idea that maybe we could set something up like a message board and this was about eight years ago so the the uh, technology was not as advanced as it is today but I was thinking along the lines of some kind of message board or people could sell books to new students and you know just offer some services like that so you know, I thought about that for a few years (laughs) and really didn't do much about it. But then um, finally, I was uh, talking to one of my sons who uh, is very good with that kind of thing. And uh, we decided to go ahead with it. He said that he could teach me Uh, how to develop a web page. And so he did that. I worked with him for, I don't know, it was probably on and off for a month or so. And I would call him with all kinds of questions and that kind of thing. But anyway, I got to the point where um, I could develop and maintain a web page. And so that all took place, and then I, um, in 2013, I actually started HITNOTS, and HITNOTS is an acronym for Health Information Technology Notifications, and th- that name came about because um, my idea at that time was to be able to notify HIT professionals of new developments in the healthcare field shortly after they occurred, you know, not, not a month later where you read it in the journal, you know, something that they could um, an avenue where they could find out about healthcare happenings um, quickly. So that was, that's the notification part of it. I was, uh, thinking of sending out emails when there was big news about ICD-10 or whatever. And so that's how the name came about. So it means health information technology notifications.
1: notifications okay. Yes.
0: Yes. So um, it, it was going to be like a one-stop shopping kind of thing where I was going to offer free information to HIT professionals. Uh, but, Really, once I started working on it and getting getting deeper into it, it, it really changed quite a bit. So what I had originally envisioned for the site uh, did change over the months and years. And it, right now, the site is pretty much nothing like what I had envisioned. But I like what it is now far better than what... I had originally intended and today's hit Nots, um, offers to health information technology professionals. And in that I'm including coders and transcriptionists and the whole realm of health information. Uh, it offers, um, Basically, um, opportunities to kind of beef up on certain areas, certain topics in healthcare. We offer a lot of free uh, quizzes for, that can be taken free of charge, um, like quizzes on HIPAA. Right, and yes. I- I have four quizzes on HIPAA, I've got four quizzes on sepsis, which is also something that's uh, confusing to a lot of people. I have quizzes on Different body systems, musculoskeletal, endocrine, you know, they're all the body systems. I have four quizzes on each of those. Healthcare statistics, that's something you helped me with, Brian. You were a reviewer for that as well. Uh, Medical terminology quizzes, uh, pharmacology quizzes, compliance quizzes, um, cancer registry, UHDDS, information governance many, many topics, um, I've developed into quizzes and, uh, I use my experience as a teacher and, uh, what I do basically is identify topics that I think are pertinent to, um, HIT professionals and, um, and then write, multiple choice questions concerning that topic so that the professional can click into a quiz and take it and just kind of review information that they've already learned. Right. They learned it in school or they learned it on the job or wherever. It's just for a review. It, it just kind of shows you maybe an area you need to, um, brush up on a little bit more, uh, that kind of thing. So all of those quizzes are free of charge, and there's probably, I don't know, 60 or 70 different quizzes. There's uh, also the uh, CDI quiz that you helped me with, Um, uh, clinical documentation improvement quizzes. There's four of those as well. So uh, people can come on to the hitknots.com site and just do a review also students who are studying for certification exams uh, use the uh, website quite a bit just as an extra review you know a, another type of question ask a different way on a subject that they've learned about so uh, hitknots has all of that available free of charge and um, a, a lot of uh, educators in the field use the hit not site in the classroom for their students like if they're talking about coding sepsis one week you know they'll do their presentation and uh, one thing that might be extra as an extra assignment is to come to the hit site and go through those quizzes as well so, um, it's, it, it's been, um, really, I think it was like October of 2013 that I started the site and since then it's just, it's gotten more content over the years and I think it's become, uh, a better site. So, um, also on the site, um, uh, are, uh, uh, little things like common acronyms in healthcare, uh, statistical databases that you can take a look at. Uh, There are several case studies with questions on the site. There's some career resources uh, about, uh, you know, how do you make a digital portfolio? Help if you're trying if you think that you want to be a leader in your field what should you do those kinds of things so there's just a lot of information available for those who are in the health information field
1: awesome well there's a you know i we i mean that that requires a lot of work so you it know I, I we do appreciate you doing that i mean it's, <laughs> it's, it's 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 totally you know i mean people don't realize that you know, Mary is the one who's promoting all of this, but you know, mm-hmm. the re- when I look at it, you know, I'm like, this—it's it's astonishing. You know, you have to look yeah. at how much work that has to be put into it, and um, you know, do you get? Let me let me ask this question: Do you get any feedback from the people who who look into these quizzes, and like, I kind of give you feedback on how you know, do they like it, do they not like it, will they want yeah. to change it, or things like that?
0: Yes, I get a lot of feedback, and uh, uh, 99.9% of it is good feedback, and I have posted comments from recent visitors uh, on the website. I I have a little uh, little area that's called Comments from Recent Hit Knots Visitors, and I, with permission, I have uh, put a lot of those uh, comments on there, and they come from all kinds of people, students, teachers, uh, people who are just working in the field, so I've gotten lots of great feedback about the site, and um, I compose all the uh, quizzes myself but I have people review those quizzes, people who are experts in the field. Uh, so I'll always send quizzes out to people I identify and, uh, if they say yes and they're interested in being a reviewer, then they'll take a look at those quizzes and say yes or no, or I don't like this question or say it this way, that kind of thing. So I have, uh, good feedback from my reviewers as well, which, which is great because no one is paid. (laughs) No one is paid for hit knots. I don't, uh, uh, actually right now with hit knots, I'm getting ready to do a big campaign for advertisers for the site because currently Kit Knot's cost me about $100 a month, um, maybe a little bit more. In the beginning, it was more because I had to have some programming done, but um, to host the website and... Uh, basically, it's about $100 uh, a month. So uh, I'm looking now, and that's been going on since 2013. So I'm looking now to get some advertisers to kind of help me um, with the cost of the site.
1: Accessadoctor.com. Access a doctor when you need it most. How would you like to have quick and easy access to licensed doctors 24 hours a day, seven days a week? Instead of scheduling an appointment to see a doctor or going to the emergency room or urgent care, you simply make one phone call and a doctor will provide you with a consultation, diagnose your medical problem, and even call in a prescription to your local pharmacy. Some of the conditions that can be treated using accessadoctor.com include cold and flu symptoms, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, allergies, skin infections or rashes, and even eye and ear infections. Listeners of this podcast can get a discount on their single and family membership plans by going to accessadoctor.com and using our promo code GEEK, that's G-E-E-K, upon signing up. Again, that's accessadoctor.com. And the promo code is Geek G E E K. Oh, nice! Uh, so right. that, that was the, so that yeah. You you've answered a couple of my questions. Was was the how did you create those quizzes? Right. So right. Uh, you know, so you developed the quizzes yourself, and right. then you send them off to uh, reviewers that are professionals or specialize in that area. Exactly. So, for for example, you know, for the audience, uh, you know, Mary actually reached out to me, and she Mm -hmm. says, "Can you take a look at some of these questions for clinical documentation improvement?" And as at the time that I just again just passed my CDIP exam, I'm like, "Well, this information is fresh. I'll take a look at it. No problem." And so, you know, with with permission from her, she gave me the questions, and uh, I took a look at it. I did some revisions. I actually gave it. You know, I didn't tell you this, but I actually gave it to a couple more CDI. Uh, professionals Uh (laughs) just to (laughs) let you know i actually gave it to like maybe like three or four of them Uh and uh, they took a look at it and they're like oh well you know this one you know so we actually collaboratively um looked at it we we thought some questions were you know didn't we need to change this one or add this one or you should be asking this question instead or this question should be asked this way um, to best uh, reflect what's happening in the industry. So, yes. for those that are questioning about the questions, I mean, they're they're totally legit. I mean, you're talking about somebody here who has a master's in education, who then turns it in to give it to the specialists, such as myself and other right. people in the industry, to validate it. I mean, exactly. there wasn't there wasn't too much to do. I mean, I'm, I was very impressed that it came from you. I'm like, my goodness, these are awesome questions, you know. And uh, it made me wonder, like, well, how does she know all of this stuff? And so now, of course, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm like, where does she get all this stuff? And now that we're talking today, it now makes sense, you know, and uh, uh, we totally appreciate that.
0: I just have a lot of experience writing questions, and then I also do a lot of research. So that's that's
1: how I come about with the questions yeah no I mean that that definitely is a skill to 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 do any of those uh, item writing for exams uh, to give you know you know that type of um, scenario based questions Mm -hmm. right and because we one thing especially in the RHIT and RHA group that I have people try to memorize them. And I think that's not the point where nah. they should be looking at it from the scenario. Exactly. And in a recent, um, cause I do have a podcast Facebook group. And one thing that came about was, you know, in the real world, we don't just give the answers. We have to take a look at it collaboratively, collaboratively um, in terms of a meeting setting. You know, you have to look back from feedback, how to do this. How would it be applying for a workflow? Uh, what are the best solutions? How are you going to implement that solution? How are you going to educate your employees? There's a whole slew of things that you have to consider, you know, right. in question. Not just, okay, that's the answer. Okay, that's good with me. I'm, I'm good to go. Mm-hmm. And, and that's not how it is. And, okay, I'm going to memorize that. When I see it in the question, it'll be easy for me. Well, it's not that easy. Yeah. So you always have to keep that in, in mind. Uh, The one thing I do want to mention is that you do this for free initially. Initially, you did this for free. Why did you – so that's my question. Why is it for free?
0: Well, um, I I just wanted to do it for free. I I, I like doing that. I I Mm -hmm. really – I mean, you're really going to think I'm really sick now, but (laughs) I – I like doing it. I mm-hmm. like writing questions and mm-hmm. researching things, mm-hmm. and uh, I'll come to my laptop and work a couple of hours, and I wow. think it's fun. I think it's fun. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm really unusual.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, it's no, it, I mean, I'm unusual too. I'm making this podcast for free right now. Yeah. Right. And uh, you know you have to consider the same thing. You know you're, you're writing the questions, you're posting it on the website. I'm going out there trying to find people, scheduling people, interviewing, you know, pre exactly. pre interviewing people, interviewing people, uh-huh. recording the thing, going and you know editing it and then posting it up. So you know you have yeah, to look at the, the right the same thing. You know you're you have a a, a website to host. Plus, with this one, I have to host the the recordings. That is also a monthly fee. So sure. you know, just the fact that um, both of us wants to give out content, and I right. think that's what's happening now. And what you see more in the industry today is the fact that we're pushing a lot of content out there, and it's it's because of technology. Because that's right. like, you know, before I, I mean. I don't know, back then, in your day, <laughs> you know, you didn't have the internet. <laughs> oh, my gosh. How could you live without the internet? I know. You know? I and know. so the ways of studying are totally different. When I was in college, I mean, I was using that, that A drive, you know. we oh, didn't, okay. Yeah, <laughs> and so yeah. uh, we were using the A drive. We didn't have digital cameras. I actually had a big, huge, you know, camera. I mean, my phone wasn't internet capable you know can you there was no facebook can you believe that i know, that? You, I know
0: it, it's hard to imagine it's really hard to imagine no cell phones
1: no cell phones pagers Crazy. i mean right. you know, people <laughs> right. are, there was no selfies back then i mean it, right. there's no instagram there's no way of sending this out this information out and, and now you know, and now today yeah it's, it's ridiculous really-
0: it's really cool that this can be done yes i love it i I try to keep up with technology and uh well i do pretty well but
1: yeah i ask i
0: ask my kids lots of questions too they
1: help me out it's all this information that's out there but i think what the audience needs to understand is are you going to use it you know it's there for free um Mm -hmm. and you know you, know, you have Mary here her pours her heart out into these questions. Uh, you know you have to at least appreciate it that the fact that she's giving this out for free. So you know as an appreciation, I said, hey, Mary, you need to be on this podcast because <laughs> yeah. Thank because, you. Because, because people need to know about this stuff. I mean I think people don't because at least on Facebook, what I'm monitoring is an influx, an influx, a continued influx of new students. Uh, going into the field going into college finishing up their degree getting certified and and they don't know about this you know or it's one like i mean at least in my group uh you're talking about maybe 50 to 100 people coming in per week and -hmm. they don't know about this stuff so every time that you post something i mean Mm -hmm. i'm always monitoring it everybody's like lit up because they see it and they're like, Oh, I don't I didn't know about this. Or every time they you post something, they're like, it goes crazy because um you know it's it's totally free information, it's a wide variety of information, plus it's relevant information that they need. You know, it's not right. information that they don't need, it's not like you know um you know, broad general information, it's specific. Right. Know? And when again, if you guys take a look at it, H I T N O T S dot com, hitnots dot com you could see the wide variety of quizzes, uh, resources. It's, it, it's totally mind-blowing, you know?
0: Right. And, you know, there's, uh, as you mentioned, there's a steady influx of new students every year. And, uh, you know, once you get the current student's Uh, educated about what's out there, then they graduate, and then there's a whole new group coming in. So it's a a never-ending kind of um, thing to keep letting people know that the website exists, and more and more nowadays, um, instructors are putting uh, this information in their syllabus, Uh, so that the students know right away, these are some good websites you might want to take a look at. So that that's happening more and more with yeah. the Hitbox site.
1: And you're the only one. I think you're one of the main I, ones. That's it. I don't see any other ones out on the market that, that does this. You know, oh,
0: I don't think there's too many people Yeah. Like, uh, you and
1: I—we're <laughs> <laughs> we're a special breed, right? <laughs> yes, we
0: are. Special. Um, you know, I—I I think that from time to time too. There's, there's really—I uh, have no competition uh-huh. uh, because no one would uh, be crazy enough to do this for free.
1: All right. So, All right. I'm not now, worried. You're not worried about that. I mean, I was—I was gonna I was wondering. I mean, would you ever do like any? like webinars sessions. Cause I know after this one, they're like, Oh, I want to do a webinar with Mary. Uh, would you ever consider doing like a webinar, uh, certification type of preparation? I think that would be a good idea for you.
0: I used to do that. Not a webinar, but I, I've done many of those, um, uh, prep kind of things for certification for RHIT and RHIA, uh, I used to do a whole lot of those. And then I did them also for the Ohio uh, Health Information Management Association. So I've done a lot of those, not in webinar form, but face-to-face kind of form. So, uh, yes, I, I I feel like I'm probably qualified to do those.
1: I think you should. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I, letting you know. I think you should. And uh, when you do, you definitely will get a following because, you know, Again, after after this podcast, we now know that you're the one who, you know, orchestrates uh, all of those quizzes. I mean, can you believe that? Can you imagine learning from the actual person who, who does all that? And especially with your master's in education, your years of experience in HIM. I mean, you're a total uh, valuable asset that you need to be sought after, <laughs> you know? <laughs>
0: well- one of the uh, new things that has started happening on Hit Knot since uh-huh. July is um, the free online CEU right. opportunity mm-hmm. listing, and um, this is a place where you can now come and learn what Free online CEU opportunities exist for the for whatever month. Right now on the website, I have listings for August, September, October, and November. And what I do is research all the possibilities for uh, CEUs, and some of those are on-demand type webinars that you can listen to anytime and others are live webinars that you can listen to and learn and um, get CEUs for. Uh, There are right now in August, I think there's about 24 different CEU opportunities. Now, um, several of them are for AAPC CEUs and some are for AHIMA CEUs and some don't address CEUs. They just have the webinars that maybe last 60 minutes. And they're on topics that have to do with health information technology, but they just haven't gotten CEU approval for. Uh, So um, AHIMA members can actually use those kinds of webinars for CEU credit. So uh, so because of that, there's lots of opportunities. So, uh, you know, sometimes people hesitate to pay a lot of money to get CEUs. So here's an example of uh, a listing of free CEUs. And what you can do from the site, I have a button called Register Here for each uh, for each CEU opportunity. So you don't have to, I tell you the name of the uh, CEU opportunity, what time it's happening, who sponsors it, if it's approved for CEUs from AAPC or AHIMA. And then I have a register here area. So you can just click on that and register for any of the CE you opportunities and get get your credit that way
1: how many of you are star wars fans if you watched the force awakens you were introduced to a chrome-plated stormtrooper by the name of captain phasma in the movie she didn't have much of a role which sparked my curiosity so for my next book i decided to get phasma journey to star wars the last jedi novel by delia s dawson narrated by january Now, what I liked about this audiobook is that you listen to a performance rather than someone reading a book to you. You can hear the contrast in characters and even some recognizable theme scores and galactic sound effects. After listening to the story, I became very curious of how Captain Phasma's role will play in the next Star Wars movie, The Last Jedi. If you're a Star Wars fanatic like me, you would want to listen to this audiobook. And guess what? You can get it for free. Yes, free. To download your free audiobook today and support the podcast, all you have to do is go to audibletrial.com slash NEC podcast. Again, for your free audiobook, that's audibletrial.com slash NEC podcast. I I I I, re, I I noticed that when you started doing that, and I took I, again, I took one of those um, I took I think for July. And I posted it on my um, Medical Coding Geek's Facebook page. Yes. And the stats were, like, ridiculous. Like, I didn't have to share it. Like, as soon as it said free CEUs for the month of July, uh, everybody started – they loved it. You know, they took it. And, again, my stats were, like, going crazy. It was, like, uh, 1,000 viewers. It was shared so many times. It was loved and liked. And, you know, you got all those new emoji things that – that people right. could respond with <laughs> right. respond with facebook and and uh, that was awesome so people you know.
0: love that the HitNot site has gotten hundreds of new subscribers since mm-hmm. july yeah. because of that yeah. so it's
1: that's something the number I- one question that, that yeah. they always ask is where can i get free ceus or low exactly. low price ceus
0: Right, right. And there, there's tons of low-cost CEUs. I don't list those. Mm-hmm. I might in the future right now. I'm just listing the free ones. Mm-hmm. But you can also get low-cost CEUs as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, as I mentioned, September, October, November is also there on the website. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, uh, Those build every week I'm adding more and more CEU opportunities. So the, the the list changes almost daily.
1: Okay. Well, again, I mean, it's a wonderful resource that you're giving uh, to everybody. So, I mean, hopefully uh, with this podcast, you know, it will definitely spark a bigger audience uh, and bring more people to, you know, hit nuts. Now, one thing with hit nuts that I did notice, I, I I looked at the website, and of course, aside from the quizzes, there's one section uh, that supports what's called "Be the Match." Right. right. So, can you kind of tell me what is "Be the Match"?
0: Okay. Well, uh, "Be the Match" is a program from the National Marrow Donor. Uh, it's called the National Marrow donor program, and it's uh, for bone marrow transplants transplantation. And I dedicated the site uh, to my sister, and her name is Teresa Vandeloup. Uh Teresa had a uh, blood cancer, kind of like leukemia, but it's actually called Waldenstrom's macroglobulinemia (laughs) but it's a blood cancer and uh, she suffered with that for um, three or four years and then went into a long remission of about 10 years which was great but then about three years ago uh, her blood work numbers started changing and, uh, she began having trouble with uh, the illness again. She had a chance to be free of the illness if she would have a bone marrow transplant. And so she decided to go for that. Uh, when you have a bone marrow transplant, it's, It's a long process, you're in the hospital for a long time and uh, you have outpatient visits when you get out for a long period of time. So uh, she decided to have the bone marrow transplant and um, unfortunately she got a complication and expired from that complication. Yes, when you have a bone marrow transplant for a while, your immune system is very, very vulnerable. And you have to limit who you come in contact with and how you live your life. You have to be on a special diet for a while. You can't go outside and interact with strangers. You can't go to the grocery market. You can't do a lot of things that we all take for granted because your immune system uh, is so low that any kind of virus or bacteria you pick up might kill you and that's exactly what happened to my sister she um got a virus called cmv and that stands for cytomegalovirus and it's a common very common virus that you might have in your body right now and it's no big deal because you've got a good immune system um CMV is around everywhere and uh, it's just very common. But she couldn't fight it off. And she went through many different therapies to try to fight it off. But in the end, it multiplied and multiplied and it was uncontrollable. Yes. So she died about uh, three, two, about two and a half years ago. And um, be the match is the program that uh, you probably hear about from time to time. There will be, uh, you know, Bone marrow testing for bone marrow matching, and that kind of thing. So um, it's it's an it's a program where they encourage people to be tested uh, so that their results can go into a donor bank, and then at some point in the future, you might be contacted because somebody who needs a bone marrow transplant matches you. And uh, no one in the family matched Teresa. Uh, we were all, we all got tested and we no one matched. And so her donor was a 23 uh, year old woman who we don't know, but she was kind enough to donate her marrow. It matched my sister's. So they went ahead with the uh, with the bone marrow transplant. Uh, and then uh, later on, when my sister was having problems, they went back to the donor, and the donor again gave. Um, but in the end, it, it didn't work out for Teresa, but she went down fighting. So, (laughs) so I support Be The Match and I encourage everyone to, um, you know, have their bone marrow, become a bone marrow uh, contributor, if asked, and, and at least be tested so that you know, or so that uh, you can go into the database, but my sister was at Sloan Kettering Hospital in New York City, and uh, they, and that's uh, one place where they have great success rates with bone marrow transplantation so that's why she went there and I went there for about three months and stayed with her and I, I was the person who did the grocery shopping and the laundry and all those kinds of things because she couldn't do it So uh, and, and it wasn't that she couldn't do it because she wasn't physically able to you, you are physically able to do it but you cannot come in contact with the bacteria or viruses that might be around. So uh, while I was in New York, I was working on questions for the website for a lot of the uh, quizzes, and my sister Teresa uh, was an RN, and so she helped me a lot with some of the questions. So I have a debt of gratitude to her for helping me. And so I dedicated
1: the website to her. Oh, that's awesome. Well, that's one, that's, that's totally awesome. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Well, I do appreciate you sharing that. Uh, I wanted to make sure when I looked at it, when I saw that web, when I saw that portion, I said, well, she has to tell me more about that. uh, Right. Be the match. So, uh, so for those that are listening, you know, again, you know, check out Hit Nuts, which then supports Be the Match. Uh, for bone marrow uh, donors. Uh, you already talked I mean you already talked about the future of Hit Knots, right? So you were looking into more of that. So that's I guess that's my question. My question is uh, what does this future what does the future hold for you and Hit
0: Well I would like to see Hit Knots continue to grow. Um, I want to be able to offer to HIM professionals, whatever it is they want to have, uh, whatever it is that they need. And so I have tried to think myself, okay, what would be good? What would I have liked to have had when I was, you know, in the middle or at the beginning of Mm my career? Mm -hmm. So I always welcome comments Uh, and suggestions because I really listen to those things and think, okay, what can I do to provide this uh, in a, in a way that can be free for everyone? Mm -hmm. So um, I just want to see growth for the website and uh, more uh, knowledge about the website and its availability.
1: Okay, cool. And so what final words do you have to share with our audience what are some best words of advice you can give
0: well um i would just say i cannot talk enough about uh lifelong learning and um, i think that uh if there's Anything you can do to help yourself, it's to continue to learn. Whether it be another uh, degree that you get, an educational degree, or if you're just coming on the Hit Not site and just taking some of those quizzes to improve your knowledge in certain areas, what whatever kind of education uh, is available to you, or is uh, you know, that, that you can handle at the present time. The more education, the better. And I think that improves your life in a lot of ways.
1: I want to thank Mary Dudash-White for being part of the podcast. Again, you could check her out at HitNots. That's H-I-T-N-O-T-S dot com. HIT knots can also be found on Facebook. That's again H I T N O T S. And lastly, I made some changes to the Medical Coding Geek website. If you want to learn more about our promotions and especially for those that have partnered up with the Medical Coding Geek and not elsewhere classified podcast, you can go to medicalcodinggeek.com/promos. And lastly, everything that we just talked about in the interview, you could find in the show notes by going to medicalcodinggeek.com slash podcast. Coming up on the next episode of Not Elsewhere Classified.
0: But I've learned to put that to the side and be bold and say, hey, I need help with this. Um, can you provide the help? Can you mentor me? And nine times out of ten... Leadership, people in leadership, they admire that. They want to tell their story.
1: Not Elsewhere Classified is presented and produced by Medical Coding Geek. Music was brought to you by 43 and Coyote Hearing. Medical Coding Geek offers tutoring and media services for the medical coding, health information, and CDI community. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MED Coding Geek. That's MED Coding Geek. You can also find us on our website, medicalcodinggeek.com, where you can find and listen to all the podcast episodes plus the show notes from today. Make sure to subscribe and rate us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Google Play. You would definitely appreciate it. And again, Thank you for being part of this podcast. I'm your host, Brian Quee, and you have just listened to Not Elsewhere Classified. MedicalCodingGeek.com This podcast is supported by Weebly.com. Have a product? Building a company? You'll need a website. Create your site with Weebly's drag-and-drop website builder and responsive themes without any technical experience. Believe me, I built my website in under 30 minutes. It really is that easy. Listeners of this podcast will receive a 10% discount on any Weebly subscription plan or promote plan. To get this discount, go to Weebly, that's W-E-E-B-L-Y dot com. Again, that's Weebly dot MedicalCodingGeek dot com. Right, so I looked at it again in the meeting. I'm like, oh, no, 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 that's 10 p.m., not 10 a.m.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, All well, right. it worked out.